For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today's guest is Craig Aspinwall, Professor in Chemistry and Biochemistry, whose research focuses on developing new ways to study signaling pathways inside cells. Thanks for joining us, Craig. Thank you, Leslie, and thanks for all the work you do for AZPM. We're delighted you're here. So your background is in analytical chemistry, and what you study now is, is really something we'd call cell biology, signaling pathways inside cells. Tell us how analytical chemistry lets you do things that a lot of your colleagues wouldn't be even thinking of doing. Analytical chemistry is really the branch of chemistry that deals with measurement science, and in particularly developing and applying new techniques, new instrumentation, and new methodologies that let one answer the questions related to the chemical composition in any type of sample, but we've chosen to apply that to biological samples. And you're particularly interested in signaling pathways inside cells, so how do you apply those techniques? We take the basic premise that in order to understand something, you first have to be able to measure it. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about the stock market there, if you're talking about cell signaling pathways inside of cells. You need the tools to be able to understand the process that's fundamental to that question. So in our case, it's the process, processes that are involved in life. So tell us a little bit about what happens in a cell. It, where is the hormone inside the cell, mm -hmm. and then how is it secreted? Okay, so a basic model system that we like to look at is a cell called the pancreatic beta cell. So the beta cell is the cell in the body that secretes insulin in response to glucose. And so insulin secretion and insulin utilization are very critical to understanding diabetes, and they play a critical role in the development of diabetes as well. And so within a beta cell, the cells produce and store insulin within secretory granules that are very similar to the granules that are in neurons. So these are little vesicles or little, if you want to think of it as a bag of hormone that's stored within the cell. And to put this into kind of a size perspective, the cells are about 10 microns in diameter. How big is that? Um, it's a, so 10 microns is about one-tenth of the diameter of a human hair. So they're quite small. And then these vesicles are about 200 nanometers. So they are roughly one-fifth of a micron. And so there are thousands of these vesicles that are stored inside of a cell. And so when your body senses a change, or when the cell senses a change in glucose in your body, so you have a soda, you eat a meal, there's glucose released, or glucose taken into your body. The cells sense that, they undergo a signaling cascade that involves many molecular reactions and many chemical reactions that occur inside of the cell. And the culmination of that cascade, that signaling cascade, is the release of some number of these vesicles of insulin. And this is happening at such a tiny scale, as you've just described, that you need special methods in order to detect the movement of the granules inside cells, in order to affect um, the, the chemistry inside the cell. Tell us how you approach that. Basically, there are two things that we like to do in our research. The first is we like to develop new materials and new platforms to measure the chemistry that's occurring inside the cell. And then we like to also develop new platforms to measure the secretion events that occur, occur outside the cell. And those both have very different challenges. So inside the cell, for example, 
if you want to measure the compounds that are changing, you have to first of all understand what they are, and then you have to have a technique that will convert that chemical into a measurable signal. The ways that analytical chemists have traditionally liked to measure molecules is to see how many photons or electrons they can pump into a system using one of these more established techniques. And that's fine if you have an appropriate reporter compound. And so a reporter compound is some, somewhat analogous to a detector. So if I want to understand how calcium changes in the cell, then I can load that cell up with a dye molecule. And when that dye molecule sees a change in calcium around it, it changes its color or it changes its brightness. And this is a really common method of detecting calcium. It's a very easy thing to measure. Well, this sounds really exciting, really promising. We've been talking with Craig Aspinwall in chemistry and biochemistry about the methods he's developing to detect important tiny signals in our cells. You can hear this and all Arizona Science conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.